promotional consideration for Growing Greater Philadelphia provided by the General Building Contractors Association. This is the Growing Greater Philadelphia podcast, bringing you more of the interviews and stories from the Growing Greater Philadelphia radio program. Now, here's Matt Cabry. So every great city and region has a thriving hotel industry to welcome tourists and to welcome those who are attending conventions and exploring business opportunities. And greater Philadelphia, it's no different. We have a thriving and growing and really dynamic hotel industry. I think there's about 12,000 and we're approaching 13,000 hotel rooms in the greater Philadelphia region. And Like any great industry, there's always a disruptor. And we're really thrilled to welcome to today's program on Growing Greater Philadelphia, a true disruptor, Coral Homes and its founder, Andrew Carlone. Andrew, it's great to have you. Thank you, man. Great to be here. And one of Andrew's colleagues, Ken Myers, who's focused on leading and guiding the strategy and sales operation for Coral Homes. Ken, it's great to have you as well. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Pleasure to be here. So, Andrew, I want to start with you because, you know, this is a really unique concept. And I want to get right out of the gate. How do you describe Coral Homes? So we're a boutique alternative accommodations provider who works with clients coming and visiting Philadelphia for a few days, a few weeks, or a few months at a time. And we provide them with beautiful hand-selected properties, more or less apartments, that we design, furnish, and manage entirely ourselves. That's a really interesting concept. So this is an alternative to traditional hotel space. And you're really appealing to a niche audience, I would think, but I'm not 100% sure. Who typically would stay at a Coral Homes residence? Sure. So at this stage, we're definitely more of a boutique shop. And our approach is through the lens of a highly curated experience. And that informs how we pick our properties and as a result, the client tell who we work with. And up until this point, we've worked with a wide spectrum of guests, people coming and visiting Philly for vacation from you know the Netherlands or a staycation from New Jersey or within Philly, the suburbs, to movie stars coming to Philadelphia for a new movie production and who stay with us for a few months at a time, as well as business executives and pretty much anybody you'd imagine in between. But really driving the focus around more high-profile extended-stay clients. And that boutique offering that you mentioned, you can really provide some special kind of customized needs that maybe isn't available at a traditional hotel. Can you share with us a little bit of some of those examples? Absolutely. So I think that comes in a few different forms. At the property level, because we work with a flexible model that we go in and partner with property owners, whether that's a small boutique walk-up building or a large luxury apartment building, we're able to access the type of inventory that doesn't require us to build a hotel. We can simply plug into this existing inventory and put our stamp on it that you wouldn't previously have access to. So not only is it the type of real estate that we get into that is boutique, but it's actually taking it a step further in how we furnish it. Particularly in our Old City destination, we styled each of the nine suites that we have on our penthouse floor over there individually as signature suites. And when throughout that process, you know, we craft each space very intentionally, but we also partner with local street artists and photographers, you know, to commission one of a kind pieces to install into the rooms that marry with the style. And then on top of that, and really arguably what's most important is the actual service. 
So if you're an extended stay client and you're staying with Coral Homes, it's not a traditional hotel model where you have a concierge at the front desk. Okay. In the buildings that we operate, there typically is someone who mans the front desk, but they don't provide guest services. What our team and our guest experience team really is responsible for is being that 24-7 around the clock digital companion, your concierge, who you can reach out to for a dinner reservation, for a Wi-Fi issue, mm-hmm. to coordinate weekly housekeeping. And they're car, a local- Car service. Car service. Generally, whatever it is you need, we figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then that high level of personalized service that's sort of behind the scenes but still has that personal touch we found to be a really unique element of you know having your own host in the city but not kind of sleeping in his house like you might find in some of the other models out there today or at the front desk he's kind of available through mobile coral homes is a really unique concept you've been doing this for a little over three years now Mm -hmm. how has it evolved and where did you come up with the idea Sure. So it's kind of interesting. The name was based on a really big idea that we had, which was based on the original idea of an Internet of Things application Mm -hmm. that we wanted to build an app that could connect to all the smart devices within a home to create this totally living smart home ecosystem. So when I'm on my way home from work or from class or whatever, my house knows this and can come to life. And when I'm walking up to the door, the door is unlocked, set to the temperature that I love, the music I like is playing, the TV show, whatever. We had this totally tech utopian vision for how to live. And we thought that if you were to create a network of those homes, you could create a seamless and symbiotic living experience that people could live and work and travel within these network of coral homes, similar to that of the experience you'd find for like a fish in a coral reef. So it's a little outlandish of a concept, but we actually see that play out today and kind of building off of the original idea, which was the Internet of Things application. Well, Andrew, how did we get to property management? Mm -hmm. It's been three years of a dogfight, figuring it out in the trenches, you know, living and working really closely with our customers, but in the trenches of this industry, figuring out where the biggest opportunities were. And to take a step back, I had the idea in December 2015. I was a sophomore at James Madison University at the time. And, you know, we found this really fancy concept about this Internet of Things, but it didn't solve a pain point for anybody. Right. And we got some good advice early on that really holds true today. So this is a cool idea, but this is a vitamin. Right. And what you need to build is a painkiller, something that actually solves a real problem for people. So we dialed it back and we figured, okay, how can we apply a lean startup mentality to build a really quick and dirty prototype and get it into the hands of customers for something that actually solves a pain point for people. And what we found was that Airbnb guests staying in a stranger's home, aka their Airbnb host home, mm-hmm. had a really hard time figuring out how to use all the devices and appliances or really just get the most out of the home and the neighborhood. And the only solution that a guest had at the time, or really to this day, was a piece of paper in a binder or a long email or text from the host house manual. And because it was a piece of paper with the boogers or the coffee stains all over it, it was outdated. The guests just weren't reading it. And so they were always calling and texting the host, asking them the same you know, simple questions that they could answer for themselves. Yeah, right. They were already provided for them, but they didn't engage in that tool. Exactly. You know, it was analog. It wasn't user-friendly or comprehensive. And so our, you know, go-to-market really was this digital house manual. And it was as simple as that. 
we built the prototype in you know a few days and reached out to some hosts on the web, got them to send us their house manual, and we gave them a guidebook in return. And we used that to really steer the direction of the business, which was Coral Homes, the software as a service business for the first year and a half. And along that process, we raised some venture funding, really tried to grow the business as a technology startup. And along that journey, we lived in Airbnbs, which is really key to kind of how we approach the product. So we wanted to live with and as our users, but also in this grander vision of being able to live and work all over the world now, which is now made accessible through the sharing economy. So what we did was we started in Boston Mm -hmm. and every two or three days we moved to a new apartment, really a new Airbnb, and then to a new city every few weeks. So we were in contact with the problems we were trying to solve as guests, but also living in the homes with the hosts who were also our users every day. And that allowed us to build a really fantastic software tool that was, you know, and is still now used today by around 12,000 properties all over the world. And over 150,000 guests have used their hosts or their host coral guide to help facilitate their stay. And, you know, we found it solved a big pain point for people. It was stopping the questions. It was streamlining the communication. It was improving the guest experience. And then you got to this point where you wanted to evolve. Totally. And, and you went from providing a, a software solution, an Internet of Things concept, if you mm-hmm. will, as you described, to really getting involved in the property. Absolutely. So where that transition came into play was we wanted to be hosts now, right? We lived as guests. We needed to become hosts because the guidebook tool really was our Trojan horse to building a property management system for these types of accommodations and consolidating the tech ecosystem for these properties. Mm -hmm. So we became hosts. And at the time, I'm like 21, barely 21 with no income or no credit. What we did was we partnered with a realtor who had a homeowner with a condo that wasn't selling, it was sitting vacant. And so with no money out of our pockets, we were able to convince this homeowner to rent furniture that we picked out, buy all the supplies to turn it into an Airbnb. And so that's when we started to manage a property. And three or four months into it, we realized, you know, holy crap, we can take this apartment and we can service it and we could turn it into a short-term rental. And by doing so, we can take what would have been a 12-month lease for about $1,200 and generate $3,400 on a monthly basis. And so there's a tremendous amount of additional value you can create through an operating model like this. And looking back on our experience, having lived in Airbnbs, people want to stay in these types of accommodations, but the quality and consistency is is so variable because Airbnb is just a technology company. It's a marketplace that connects two people. There's no management in the equation. And so if we're able to control the guest experience by managing the properties, designing the room so we can brand the whole experience and use our technology to create a unique guest experience and ultimately scale a network of these homes, we could start to carve out a next generation hospitality brand. And that's where we made a pivot and... That's where you are today. That's where we're at, man. That's That's what's going on. I love it. So, (laughs) folks, that's Andrew Carlone. He is founder of Coral Homes. And, Andrew, I want to step back for a moment. You had mentioned sophomore year at JMU, and you mentioned Boston. And now we're here in the greater Philadelphia region. Take me back to the conversation you had in a dorm room or in an apartment down at JMU as a sophomore, and how you ended up in Boston, and why Boston, and then how you ended up here in Greater Philadelphia with this vision you have for a boutique hotel experience called Coral Homes. Sure. So 
the one thing about Boston is, I forgot to mention this, we started in Boston and ended in Austin, Texas. So I had about 11 US cities, about 45 different Airbnbs. So Boston, it's not all that relevant. I was just there for like two weeks. Mm -hmm. Coming back to the college question, I actually had a chip on my shoulder about it and was kind of tipped off that something was off about this whole equation and experience. You know, I was somebody who on paper had a really great resume going to college, but my SATs were terrible. I was not a strong standardized test taker. And so I thought to myself, wow, I'm going to be judged based on a standardized test that doesn't really, in my mind, signal my intelligence, but it's going to dictate how much scholarship money I get, which universities I get into. And oh, by the way, when you and your family who are paying for college and you have to apply for FAFSA and financial aid and all these things, you start to realize how expensive this really is. Mm. And that's where I kind of got turned off to the whole situation and begrudgingly went into college knowing that it really wasn't a fit. And I, going into my freshman year of college, I started my first technology company uh, called Jobly and kind of got turned on to the idea of technology and entrepreneurship and this idea of creating your own path and controlling your own destiny. And I found that, you know, look at all the time and money that I'm investing into what should be myself, but really is a diluted one size fits all educational experience where most of the people, even through sheer proximity, are impacting me in what I felt to be a negative way that wasn't making me better. And so when I was able to put together a small amount of seed funding mm -hmm. to kind of pursue Coral and had the idea and sell it to my mom, you know, I knew I was gone because it just really wasn't a fit for me. So you shifted gears from, you know, what was originally a, sounds like a hesitant career path in the college world mm -hmm. to really delivering on a vision that you were inspired by through this experience in college and then kind of wrapping your head around the internet of things. And that grew into where you are today. That's really cool and really inspiring. And you ended up here in greater Philadelphia because you're a proud native of Montgomery County. That's right. Yeah. Plymouth meeting. Plymouth meeting. Went yeah. to LaSalle High School. And then I went to JMU for a couple of years and I came back and I've been living in the city ever since and I absolutely love it. It's a vibrant city. It's an accessible city. The culture and the people are just beautiful and open and loving and passionate and gritty. Yeah. And I'm just excited to be building here and about the potential of Philly and when people come from out of town to stay with us to get a taste of where Philly's going. It's really exciting to have a stake in that. So I want to drill into a little bit more of the business and I want to bring Ken into the conversation mm -hmm. in just a moment, but I want to ask if you're comfortable sharing. You mentioned Old City as one of the locations for a coral home property. Are you able to get specific? Are you comfortable sharing? Where are your coral home residences or facilities in Philadelphia? Yeah, so we have two locations, one in University City and one in Old City. Old City destination being really our flagship, that's where we took that highly branded, that's where we put all of our high profile folks and a high touch experience. To be honest, I don't know if I want to go too much into detail because okay. we do put it's, it's, the high it's profile clients yeah, there. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. So we do want to maintain that a little bit. But we have some really cool projects in the pipeline too. <laughs> yeah. Which I want to hear yeah. more about. But I love the strategy of location in Old City, which is a niche area in itself, mm -hmm. and a location in University City, which mm -hmm. also is a really good, perfect niche. And that's a great segue to include into our conversation Ken Myers. And Ken is part of the Coral Homes team. He's focused on strategic 
sales and awareness building. And it's really, you're at a key point now, just over three years. So the focus is on growth and can mm-hmm. no pressure, but how are you and the team at Coral Homes focused on raising awareness and really from an international perspective, as well as a national <coughs> perspective, looking at ways to engage that clientele that is a perfect fit for Coral Homes? Yeah, it's a really good question. And I think it's a loaded one as well. <laughs> but to answer that, I, I think what I'll do is break it down, what our approach is. Firstly, I think one of the big pain points now that the accommodations and hotel industry is facing, and I traveled for almost 10 years, four to five times a week throughout Asia, throughout Europe, where I also lived as well. I lived in China, lived in Germany as well for some time. Mm-hmm. And One of the pain points that the accommodations industry is facing is it's just becoming stale. It's falling into what uh, many business majors have studied, the term the red ocean. So one of the big things that we're focused on is creating a blue ocean niche in the market. And that blue ocean niche is really centered around what Andrew discussed already, not just a curated luxury boutique accommodation service, but also an entire experience. And that experience can entail everything from check-in to check-out, even before you even reach a hotel. So that can encompass the moment you step off that plane to the moment you get back on it as well. So that's one of the big things. Instead of desegmenting, is desegmenting the entire process, really offering an A to Z solution. That's one-stop solution or one-touch solution for the guest or the client, whoever that may be. On the other hand, one of the big things we're also focusing on that I think really differentiates us as well is working closely with local entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. local startups to promote their brands instead of using that big corporate partner or that big corporate service provider to partner with in the hotel itself. We're actually going on the ground to partner with local entrepreneurs as well. So just to give you a little insight into that, that might be you know going to one of the local roasters here in Philadelphia and using them to source the beans. Coffee for, roaster, yeah. Coffee gotcha. roasters, mm-hmm. right. To source the beans and provide that for the guests for an in-house experience. It might be local juicing companies as right. well, where you might provide them with drinks in-house, things mm-hmm. of that nature. Sure. So it's really very much centered around partnering, promoting the efforts of young entrepreneurs and young startup companies as well to also really promote them within the city, what we're doing. So we're focusing on that. And then also as well, kind of having a symbiotic relationship with Philadelphia and in the grand scheme as we expand in the cities, also having a symbiotic relationship with them. So kind of providing more transparency regarding the city to our guests, really promoting marketing the city itself getting people attracted in what Philadelphia has to offer while at the same time servicing them when they do visit the city or when they come here on business, whatever it may be. So the symbiotic approach is really important for us as we build out and as we expand and scale the business as well. I really appreciate the connection you're making around partnerships. And Andrew had mentioned the notion of, you know, showcasing a local artist that brings the accommodations for a particular property to life in a way that's uniquely Philadelphia or even more uniquely to that neighborhood within Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And it could be like you referenced as well, Ken, a local coffee roaster or 
one I know is near and dear to your heart, Evil Genius Beer. Absolutely. Uh, having Evil Genius served in <laughs> yeah. the room because it's a local Philadelphia brew, it brings it to life in a way that brings that specialness to Philadelphia to our guests who are staying at Coral Homes. And by the way, just a disclaimer, after we saw each other, I hung around and had a few more there as well. <laughs> I figured. So <laughs> yeah. But I love that partnership and the way of thinking of how do we make this a holistic experience. Right, exactly. And I think that's really important, and I think that also differentiates us from the competition yeah. as well, and especially in the hotel industry. I think there's a drive to still to this day, and you see it changing. And in Europe, you really see this change occurring very quickly, sort of a segue away from this corporate landscape, this corporate environment, a focus really on young entrepreneurs, young startups, and on promoting sort of mom and pop, for lack of a better term, mom and pop operations from the ground up. Yeah. And you're starting to really see this trickle into the United States as well. Yeah. So this is one of the things that we really want to highlight in what we're doing through our scalability efforts or scaling efforts. And I love that. And now I want to ask a little bit of a harder question because I get the what part, mm -hmm. but I want to dive into the how part. You know, how do you really reach that niche audience of influencers that you're trying to connect with to say, hey, Hotel accommodations in Greater Philadelphia are great. Let us show you how to take that to the next level with a coral home. So, you know, I want mm -hmm. to build on a reference that Andrew made with uh, the entertainment industry. And, and you can provide long-term, special, customized boutique housing for three or four weeks for a movie shoot that may be in the Greater Philadelphia region. What are some of those other audiences and those niches that your team is focused on? Well, certainly one of the big ones is definitely the high-profile sort of road warriors, those business individuals who are consistently on the road. Yeah. And I speak from the heart here, and Andrew knows this as well. When Andrew and I first met, one of the things I told him is that after doing this for five, six years, it becomes a major drag in your life. When that Sunday hits, you know you've got to hit the road for the week, mm -hmm. and you've got to be, quite frankly, and I'm not going to call out any specific hotels because I think there's some great brands out Absolutely. there. Absolutely, yeah. But it just doesn't incentivize traveling. Yeah. And... It's difficult for you to recharge your battery, and you spend the entire week in the office or on location, wherever you may be, or at the client, and you get home and you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. And you never really have a chance to kick back and recharge your battery. So one of the things when I approached Andrew and we really discussed this was, look, how can we create an experience when you get into that hotel room that serves as a charger for you to recharge your battery, recharge your spirit, where you can kick back and relax sit in one of the Vista Point chairs, look out the window and just think, geez, I'm lucky actually to be on business this week. So this is sort of the impetus for this. And to answer your question, this is a major target market for us. Mm -hmm. We know that business has largely through travel, it presents that challenge to the average person on the road, average road warrior of being able to recharge and remain as efficient as possible and optimize their sort of business dealings when they're on the road. So what we said is, look, if we can provide them with an opportunity to really rest, to relax, to enjoy themselves, to kick back, recharge that battery, we can then also, on the bottom line, realize for our clients 
major returns as far as efficiency is concerned and energy on the road is concerned on the part of the employees. So that's sort of the impetus for that. So folks, that's Ken Meyer, and he's from Coral Homes, and he's here with his colleague, Andrew Carlone, who's one of the founders of Coral Homes. And Andrew, I want to shift gears and bring you back into the conversation and ask, what's next? What's next? Where do you see Coral Homes in three years and five years and 10 years from now? Man, oh man. Sometimes, you know, in the day-to-day, I'm a vision-oriented guy, but when you run an operating business, it brings you back to the here and now and the struggles of running, you know, a startup. There's this thing called the first-time founders tax. So I made a few mistakes that make it hard to think long-term sometimes. But that's what really keeps us inspired is the prospect of what we can do. And to that extent, I'd say in the next year, Coral Homes is focused on Philadelphia. We have some really interesting projects coming down the pipeline where we're partnering with investors and property developers to co-develop destinations as boutique apartment hotels. Outside of that, we're growing in University City to serve client base of international families for hospital treatments and really engineering the product to their needs, growing that. And then moving past that towards the end of this year, we're setting our sights on Atlanta to focus on our luxury and movie production segment. Three years from now, Coral Homes will most certainly be a multi-destination hospitality brand. We will at some point probably get involved in the investment development and management of our own assets. Mm -hmm. And then beyond that, five and 10 years, man, coming back to the original vision, I want to have a network of Coral Homes all over the world so that... I believe the world is changing in favor of uh, technology-driven infrastructure and remote-based workforce that people can and will live and work all over the world. And I'm trying to create an infrastructure that will enable people to have that new way of living. (laughs) That's kind of our 10-year moonshot vision is I want to have these pieces of real estate and these you know, really integrated local but smart apartments all over the world so I can pick up my bag book a ticket and stay in Coral Homes, Philadelphia for three months during the holidays and seamlessly travel to Coral Homes, Bali or Tokyo, whatever the case may be for the following three months and kind of have that freedom and flexibility location independence. I love it. And that they look forward to arriving That's at right. their next Coral Homes destination. Yeah, yeah. You know, we want people to be inspired when they come to our place. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And be excited about yeah. it. So, Andrew, I want to shift gears again because you have taken a risk. And it sounds like this entrepreneurial kind of spirit is who you are. What advice do you give to a young person who's thinking about starting a new venture. It could be in the hospitality industry, but just in general, you felt something back when you were probably even 18, 19, if not sooner than that, and took action when you were a sophomore in college and shifted gears. What do you tell somebody who may be experiencing a similar kind of thing? One of the most beneficial experiences that I had was also the most gut-wrenching is this concept of burning the boat. If you don't give yourself any other option but to figure it out, you're going to figure it out just as the Romans did when they, you know, embarked on a new conquer to, uh, you know, conquer a new piece of land and they burned the boat, got to work. I think that concept is really powerful. And when you're a young person, if you're feeling that the value you're getting out of your, let's say, higher education transaction is lopsided, which I make a case that it is. I would trust your instincts and I would make the hard decisions or seemingly hard decisions, which really boils down to what the people around you 
have planned for you without you knowing or what they think is what's best for you, but what actually probably isn't, both fiscally and personally, I would follow that instinct and I would tune out the noise and I would focus your universe about whatever it is that you feel not passionate about, but really driven by. Because for me, I wasn't as passionate about the idea of Coral Homes at the time. Mm -hmm. It was more about creating my own path and having a disdain and a chip on my shoulder about the, you know, lopsided value that I was getting out of out of life at the time. Right, right. And I'd say long periods of isolation. I didn't spend a lot of time with my peers. I left school and I went under a rock. <laughs> I'm just coming out from under this rock, barely. And I still don't like to spend that much time, you know? I right. really just like to focus and be excited about and learn and, and do. <laughs> so I want to bring Kent back in. And one of the things that's really interesting to me is, you know, without getting into the weeds of some of this stuff, but we had referenced, Andrew, that you grew up in Plymouth Meeting, but you were a proud graduate of LaSalle High School. And growing up in Plymouth Meeting, Montgomery County, you're a couple years younger than Ken, but mm-hmm. Ken grew up about 12 miles northwest of where you grew up in Lansdale, Montgomery County. Mm -hmm. And here we just got two guys from Montgomery County who kind of connected their paths in life, intersected through a mutual business mentor who brought you together. And now you're working on kind of really transforming the accommodation space. And really, Ken, where I want to go with this is, what do you want people to know about Coral Homes when they're listening to this program, when you're talking with them about this new venture that you're a part of? What is it that you want them to remember? Well, I think to answer that question maybe in a few more sentences than you might anticipate now, I think that as we see now people change their sort of desire to creating memories for themselves, so spending their hard-earned money to create memories, to do something, interact, experience the world, and we do see this change happening. There's less of emphasis on actually purchasing items or goods, but actually hitting the road, creating memories with friends and family. I think the one thing that I want, I would like people to take away from what we're discussing with you and what we're talking about today is that Coral Homes is really built around that concept. It's not just from an innovation standpoint, the 21st century and beyond innovator for the hotel accommodation, luxury boutique accommodation industry, but it's a place where you can create memories. It's a place where you can spend your hard-earned money to say, hey, look, you know, I'm doing something to live and to experience something truly amazing with my friends, with my family, whomever it may be, and I'm investing that money in something that uh, I can really enjoy doing at the end of the day. So I think that's a big takeaway as well, that Coral Homes is a place for you to create new memories and to do it in a way where, you know, we think you would envision wanting to do it. Andrew, is there a, a moment you were able to share with us that things just didn't go the way you thought they were going to go? That wacky experience of, wow, I can't believe I just had that, either in creating the business or in a guest experience that, you know, was just a little bit different, if that makes sense. So throughout running basically what's a distributed hotel for my smartphone over the last two years, I've had a lot of issues. People are mostly great, but there have been situations where I've had to go out in the middle of the night to clean an apartment Mm -hmm. to let a guest in. Oh, and when I have to go clean the apartment, the guest wants to rip my head off. And I think, you know, just you got to bring a level of composure and 
I don't know, because I feel like I'm at a position in my life where most things I'm learning. So I don't really have any sort of, at the time there might be a negative energy about how I might feel when something has happened or hasn't gone my way. But I feel like those very quickly fade because life moves very quickly and it's just not something I just feel like I'm learning, you know? So yeah. it's, a, I don't know. It's not a great answer, but <laughs> no, it, make, it makes sense. You're, you're really a solutions provider. And sometimes you're learning what those solutions are as you go along. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. With our own flavor. Yeah. You know, coming back, I guess, to the hospitality component of it. I don't have a background in hospitality or real estate or design. I've learned a lot through great mentors and direct experience. And so I think that allows us to create a free form of hospitality that is very unique to who we are and that you can't get anywhere else. And we're kind of figuring it out along the way in some ways, but that's part of this experience. And we just like to take really good care of our people and do it in our own way. The reality is you do now have a background True. in real estate, property <laughs> management, Internet of Things, lots of different experiences mm -hmm. that are shaping who you are today and where you're going to be going mm -hmm. tomorrow as well. So one of the things I've appreciated that Coral Homes is really about providing solutions and easing these pain points, especially for those who travel in really significant ways. And I know it's something that both you, Andrew, and that you can have talked about and can, as someone who is traveled so significantly, I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you approach this at Coral Homes. Yeah, I think one of the big things that we came across as well as not just in the traveling element on my side, but also we provided these sort of services for some high-level international MNCs and clients in that we booked the hotels, we booked the rental cars. So we got to experience firsthand as a service provider a lot of the pain points that our clients experience as well. So when I was discussing this, these solutions with Andrew, I said, look, there are a lot of things that are overlooked by the average person that if you're working in human resources or in global mobility and you're organizing large-scale travel initiatives for your employees as well, you face these on a daily basis. could be anything from not having a proper address on the invoice during the billing process, so you can't submit it at the end of the year to receive taxes back, or all of these little things, or fluctuating rates or lack of availability for your uh, group of employees. So all of the, these things, when we were devising solutions in the Coral Homes model to the average client, we said, okay, these are things we really want to include, these pain points that are overlooked by the traditional accommodation sector so that we can make it a much more seamless experience for our clients in the corporate realm. So in that spirit, whether you're a corporate travel planner or an individual business owner who's coming to Greater Philadelphia, Andrew, what message would you send to these folks? We're eager to work with you and we want to share our work with you. And if you're looking for something different, if you're looking for a full service accommodations product with a lot of character and that it will make your employees happy to go to work and to travel, please reach out to us. We really want to speak with you. You can find our website at www.mycoralhome.com. And I'm just going to put my number out there, 215-622-8941. That's my personal cell phone. Please call, leave a voicemail. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. We'd love to work with you. 
Excellent. I love it. Folks, that's Andrew Carlone and Ken Myers from Coral Homes, mycoralhomes.com. Thank you guys for joining us right here on Growing Greater Philadelphia. <laughs> sure, Matt. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. This segment of Growing Greater Philadelphia is brought to us by the Commercial Banking Division of Citizens Bank. You know, the Citizens Bank team, they bring practical financial experience and deep industry expertise to each banking relationship. To learn how Citizens can help your company reach its full potential, visit citizensbank.com backslash commercial. And be sure to check out all of our podcasts at radio.com and tune in Friday mornings, 5 a.m. to Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Thanks so much for listening to Growing Greater Philadelphia. Philadelphia.